0: Hey, lover, welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. And welcome to a really fun episode called Don't Shit on Inspiration. <laughs> I want to say this episode is actually inspired by the book Big Magic Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. I listened to the audiobook back in disappearing December when I was on my own break. And actually I also want to give a shout out to our loyal listener and friend Zach Heckendorf. He promoted this book. I'd heard the name of it a few times and then he mentioned it in our episode. So he has his own episode on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I Don't know the number, but he's amazing. You should check him out and check him out on Spotify as well, Zach Heckendorf. And we were jamming out about, you know, following our dreams and being creative beings in the world and and letting our inspiration flow through us. And he brought up big magic yet again. And it it felt like the final time that I needed to hear it, to really hear it, to listen to the book, to check this book out. And I would highly recommend it, especially if you identify as a creative uh, being. And even if you don't, actually, she talks to us about the concept that we're all creative beings. And it's a matter of how creative we are based on how creative we allow ourselves to be and how much we let creation flow through us. So I really, I was listening to this book and I wrote Don't Shit on Inspiration. Uh, I wrote that a long time ago when I was listening to the book. I just wrote this one little note. She is explaining the idea that inspiration, inspired thoughts land on us And so I want you to think of like, let's do visually. Let's say ideas are intangible. Let's use like vapor visually, right? So they're this intangible type of thing and they land on us, like maybe on our heart, on our mind. I sometimes feel them land right on my shoulders and it'll land on us and that thought will visit us and we'll have the thought, but the way that we shit on it, the way that we block it and stop it is the biggest question we go is, yeah, but how? Or like, no way. Some of sometimes some of my thoughts to an inspired thought has been like, oh, really? Are you sure? Right? Like, that's how I share that alchemizing judgment came through. You know, I was writing another book and I heard alchemizing judgment first, and I was like, are we sure about this? You know, when I heard to give up sugar, when I heard to give up coffee and alcohol and weed, I was like, oh, like there were sometimes that I avoided that clear thought, that clear message. And I actually do write in Alchemizing Judgment because a lot of people question what is an inspired thought from like God or universe or my soul, my heart. What are those? How do I distinguish those messages from the chatter of my mind, right? Like how do I know this isn't a a goal or a communication from my ego? And I, I like to really say that the heart whispers the ego screams, the mind is usually shouting and the heart or soul are whispering. And I think that's the same to go for a message from God or universe is it's this very resounding, like I, I feel it rooted in the earth, like, or in my body and at a, at a, at a, like it comes from a certain depth and the voice is so solid and sure. Right. And I hear a lot of the chatter of my mind, like me, 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 you know, like it's very, it's almost like screechy even, or, uh, it sounds like your judgy aunt <laughs> or something, you know, like there, there's different voices or ego for sure. But, uh, the, the true messages that come from within are just whole body messages and you can feel them. And, and quite frankly, Those messages, I believe, come from moments of Silence and stillness. And that's not always true. Like, I do believe that we could be out and about and like get a really clear message. However, most of us don't have that trained inner ear or inner eye to hear and see and listen to those messages. So, first thing I want to say is if you're committed to getting more clear messages, making more time for silence, making more time for stillness and energetic space uh, will definitely create. The listening for that. And then I want to just start by saying, stop insisting to know how things are going to work or work out or how it's supposed to occur. You hear it all the time from lots of really effective and achieved people is like the how is not your responsibility. And I, I just really love that because it's so true. I don't always know how to build the business I'm building. I didn't know how to write a book when I got the inspiration for giving up giving up. I just sat down and I let my fingers flow and I wrote messy drafts and I wrote out ideas. The thing I really want to offer you as like if there's any how to offer, I want to offer you take the next right step. So what that means is, you know, I had this inspired thought about specifically about my first $200,000 a year, okay? And I got a pit in my stomach. Like I, Two years ago, I specifically surrendered my masculine approach to creating my life. And I was doing all right from the masculine, which I explained the masculine in a lot of different episodes, specifically the dance between the feminine and masculine. It's part of the sex and intimacy series. And I think it's an important piece of this puzzle that I'm talking about right now, because The wounded masculine energy is competition, like, and I share a lot with you guys, my athlete identity. So my competitor is the wounded masculine, like really trying to like win and achieve and I need to know and control. And there's a lot of like tense gripping in that approach. And so about two years ago, I knew like I was doing okay in my business in my life, but I wasn't thriving. And it certainly wasn't from a natural state of being. So I actively chose to heal that wounded masculine, heal the wounded feminine, the one who miss independent, who couldn't trust nobody, who couldn't rely on support, you know, so I had to heal some of the feminine aspect too because I knew I could have a successful business from divine feminine flow. But I didn't know how. And quite honestly, as I was talking to my coach about it, I remember saying like, I I know this isn't working and I believe in that working, but I don't know what that means. I don't know the steps to take. I don't know how to really behave inside of that mentality or that heart space. Really what I did was explore it. I explored my femininity. I explored trust and surrender. And so there's not a step-by-step strategic, methodical how to do it, right? So like when you get the inspiration to write a book or I, I always reference some of the same things. Cause it's always coming from my context in my life, as you probably know, but no matter what your inspiration is, maybe it is start a blog or a website or build something, right? Like I, um, build a, a she shed in the backyard, right? Like that's a creative expression and, and who knows what it will lead to. That's another thing is people want to know why, that inspired thought came to them. You do not need to know why, and you do not need to know how. You need to honor it. You need to do what you know to do. And a lot of people, a great example is when people are coming to me about building their business or creating their next level life, it is quite typical i'm not going to say 100% but it's quite typical that people are guided to give up substances mainly alcohol it's one of the main one that uh, people you know use and they'll say i don't i'm not an alcoholic but like i drink multiple times a week or I, I have a drink every night to relax or whatever and usually as they're growing they feel an inner calling to take a break from alcohol you don't know why or what or how. You don't know what's going to come from it. But if you honor those inspired thoughts that push their way through all the noise of the world to come to you, if you can hear them, they are meant for you. Stop questioning it into oblivion and follow. I'm being really strong about that invitation and I also respect that the reason we don't is because of our breakdowns, our traumas, our breakdowns in trust, our distrust or disbelief, our lack of faith. So it's not always that you can't honor inspiration or that you won't honor inspiration. It's usually that there's an energetic block of fear or disbelief, and it takes the inner work. It takes identifying the fears around it and building up that courage that it would actually take because it's my favorite acknowledgement of my clients and the people that I work with and they're surrounded by is like, I want to acknowledge the courage you're exercising in following inspiration because inspiration is very airy. It's, it is that vapor. It's just an idea. But, um, I want to touch back on the book before we wrap up because Elizabeth Gilbert gives plenty examples in this book about Having an idea, have you ever um, had an idea and then seen it manifested somewhere else in the world? It's because you didn't let that idea come through you. Someone else honored the idea. And so uh, she jokes quite specifically how she had this idea for a book and never followed through on it. She like half-assed started it and then put it in a vault somewhere. And then her dear friend, another author, actually had quite literally the same inspired thought for the same book. And luckily it was cool because they knew each other. So she was able to explain this example, but ideas are non-discriminatory. Ideas are just ideas that want to manifest and they need a vehicle. They need a human to do the operation, to write to schedule, to pay, to uh, solidify, to plan. So our job, when we have an inspired idea, is to take that next inspired step. So... By the way, it is loud up in here. We are still calling in from uh, Mexico, from Mazunte. So if you can hear all of the roosters and all of the things, I just want to touch base on welcome to Mazunte. <laughs> we are here hanging out in the bungalow. So um, I just wanted to say so because it's getting a little bit loud out there and we are about to wrap this up. But the inspired thoughts want to come through. So these ideas are, let's say they're floating above all of our heads and they say, hmm, this one? Oh, nope, they questioned. Mm, this one? Mm, nope, they're too scared yet. Mm, nope, that one's still in development. Oh, right here. And it just lands and that person goes, "Bing, it's the light bulb moment." And they're like, "Oh my gosh." And they start, you know, planning and talking. My favorite manifestation skill to not shit on inspiration is to start talking about your idea. You don't have to do a damn thing. I would say talk to 10. Now here, let me be clear. Talk to 10 supportive people or professionals or people who are up to what you want to be up to. Do not, that. this is where people, so I actually, I'm glad this came up right now because I see that meme on social media all the time, like do your thing in secrecy and then just show up and let your success speak for itself. Like, okay, cool. But I'm not all about it because I think that it just supports the concept of like struggling isolated and alone and having to go at it alone. And I just don't believe in that. And so I want to be really, you know, straight with you is, I do think it's important to protect your energy. You don't have to share your brilliant ideas with everybody on the block because, uh, you know, Susie next door might be like, you know, starting a business is expensive. And so like, that's not gonna really fuel your inspired fire. I do believe in talking to professionals or supportive people you know are supportive in your ideas or again, who are up to what you wanna be up to, uh, someone who's experienced specifically in that area. But my favorite strategy. for manifesting an idea is to talk about it talk about it for 10 days talk about it for a month before you take an action because when you're talking about it and specifically to supportive folks they might have a pathway to success. This is why we don't have to know the how. Just put fuel in the tank. Just get moving. Start the engine. Talk about it. I'm writing this book. I'm writing this book. I'm starting this business. I'm starting this business. Oh, yeah, I know somebody who does that. I can connect you. Oh, yeah, I I know um, a professional who already has done that thing and they could probably show you the right way to do it or how to avoid some mistakes. And, you know, it's just brilliant because you're also building a community of support around you. And so, When you get an inspired thought, please do not shit on it. Do not suffocate it. Do not send it some other way. It will manifest. It will find a ready body. And why not be that ready body? You guys, in fact, I'm so damn ready that I can't produce my ideas fast enough. I have notebooks upon notebooks upon notebooks of ideas and seeds of ideas and ideas that don't make sense now. And then, you know, years later, I was like, no wonder because it fits with that. And so everything keeps coming together in my life and for me and around me and for the people that I get to work with and collaborate with because... I honor the ideas that come to me and I'm willing to claim them. I'm willing to let them come through me because honestly, I like to joke about, you know, this Abigail body is this Abigail body, but the ideas, everything is in divine intelligence. It comes from the source of all that is. And so I really do love being a channel to manifest brilliance and yet it's not me. I'm willing to move aside to let it happen because I will definitely tell you there are lots of inspired thoughts that are bigger than my courage or bigger than my belief systems. And so I know that the work there is for me to do is to work on the inner work, the clearing, the completion, surfacing the fears, building up the courage, and then creating a support structure and in community around me. So those are the keys to success. Y'all don't shit on inspiration. And I'm just going to tell you, go listen to that book, Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. It is read on Audible by the author, Elizabeth. And so I don't know about you, but I really enjoy books read by the author. So tune in, have fun, and thanks for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I want to give you a quick heads up. We are launching the Money Mindset series in all of April, Mondays and Fridays, our Money Mindset episodes. I'm super excited about that. So please be sure to tune in, stay tuning in and be sure to be sharing these episodes. You know, it makes the difference. You know, we're trying to reach all the hearts in the world and unleash them all. So thank you for being a part of the movement of Hearts Unleashed. I love you.